pullover. Lean in. It's time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time. Your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Hello, sweet listener. Welcome back to the Soft Shoulder Podcast. The Soft Shoulder Podcast is brought to you by Allison Tarr of Tech Coven. That is the official sponsor of our podcast. And you know how much I love Allison. Allison offers personalized tarot readings that are introvert friendly, takes one to know one. And now I'm excited because you have a chance to get a glimpse of Allison in her tarot habitat (laughs) over on YouTube. Allison is participating in the 31 Days of Tarot and nudging out of her comfort zone by making videos. She's a natural. I love the opening of this video. Um, So she's got a little series forming over there where she's sharing her cards and her thoughts, um, joining a whole bunch of other people who are participating in this event for January. So head on over to YouTube. Look up Tech Coven and you will see some videos of our very own Allison. This is a great way to see the decks that she has because she shares her cards um, and you can actually see them in action because when you get a reading from Allison, you get to choose the, the deck that you want her to read from. So it's really fun. It's nice to look at photos, but it's really great. I find it really helpful to like actually see them being held up and held in the hand and listening to her talk about the relationships with these different decks. So um, head on over to YouTube. Say hello to Allison there. Hello to you. How is your New Year hangover going? Um, (laughs) Are you feeling like the year has started or you're not quite there yet? I think January is such an interesting time of year. Um, I remember last year, it just felt like January just felt really long. It felt like it just kept going on and on. And I thought this was just me. I was like, God, this time seems to be moving slowly. And then I saw somewhere, I don't know what social media platform, but someone said like, is it just me or is it the 78th of January? (laughs) I was like, yes, that's how it feels right now. Um, But uh, anyway, so how's it going with you? Take it easy. I find that I reminded myself this year that you know, so many years leading up to this, I would think of like, okay, January 1st, things start and like, I want to be all energized and ready. And often it's just not the way it happens. There's this lull, not just with me and not all the time, but with a lot of people, like you might sense that out in the world. People aren't quite, haven't quite landed. So, you know, (laughs) give yourself some buffer, know that it's totally uh, common. And I hope that today's topic will help you find that rhythm, help you find this new rhythm, help you find your rhythm, and help ground you into a new kind of connection with yourself. I love writing. I love words. And I love all the things that we can do, the things that we can create and destroy when we place 
one word after another after another. I love how we can bring clarity when we snip our words down and say what we what really needs to be said with fewer words, with a single phrase, with a single word. It's so exciting. It's also frustrating. I I, I love the process and I struggle with getting getting it down. That's my area for growth is getting it editing down. Um, but man, is it like super satisfying when you can do that. There's so much power there. So you don't have to be someone who calls themselves a writer to write. And you don't have to use a pen or pencil or even a tablet or keyboard to write. You can speak your words out. Um, Sound journaling is what I call that when I just use my voice to do my journaling time to do some writing. So, you know, this is, um, you know, when you don't have writing utensils or for whatever reason you want another way, you can still use your voice. Um, Any way that you do that is welcome. You know, one of my favorite self-care practices by far is journaling. It's very powerful. It's been with me, um, gosh, I don't know, since I was under the age of 10, anyway, I've been keeping journals. And I see journaling, like, so writing is one big umbrella. There's all different ways of writing, all different kinds of writing, all different purposes of writing. And then journaling is just one of those under the umbrella of writing. But even journaling itself is a whole umbrella unto itself. I mean, there's so many different um, ways to journal, reasons to journal. I'm curious about when you hear the word journaling, what you think of, and if you think that it has to look a certain way, just notice if that's a thought you have. There's more than one way. So under the umbrella of journaling, you know, you might be one of um, just showing up to a notebook. Oops. (laughs) I can't, you just can't get the Italian out of me. I'm like, my, my hands are moving, gesturing wildly, and I just like, flung my nails into this. It's really hard to explain. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going to sit on my hands. Um, stream of consciousness is one way to journal. You might just open up the book and just like pour out what's in there. Um, you know, you might call that a brain dump, right? Where you have like, you know, um, a container around it. Like, okay, I'm just going to fill this one page and I'm going to do a brain dump and then I'm going to see what's there. Um, morning pages. I know a lot of you practice that. That's from Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way. She coined that term morning pages. And really all that is, is a structure that she suggests where I believe, and you can of course adapt it. I'm a fan (laughs) of making things work for you. But I believe technically morning pages are three pages. You write first thing in the morning without thinking without editing you just go and you fill the pages and what I love about that approach too is that it's just you just have to show up you know like it it, it, you get first thing in the morning so maybe you're a little dozy there's definitely I think less resistance um uh, of of a certain kind (laughs) you might be resistant to just getting up in the morning but um you know, you're just like, okay, I'm kind of like groggy, whatever. You, you're not thinking and you're not distracted yet if it's the first thing of your day. And you're just, it's just about um, quantity, not quality. Um, another way to journal is that, you know, that kind of old um, dear diary, like actually writing to this book itself. Um, 
dear diary, who is diary? Who were we writing to? <laughs> I'm sure I did that as a kid because I had seen it done. And it's like, dear diary, am I having a relationship with this book? Who is that? You know, you can just show up and see what's there. So there's lots of different forms where you're basically just showing up and pouring things out. And you can also use more intentional methods of journaling. So it doesn't have to be just show up and pour things out into a page. You can also use prompts. You can also use guiding questions. You know, um, some of you might do gratitude journaling. It's very popular. And that is an example of guided journaling, right? You've decided in advance what kind of mindset you want to bring into yourself into one of gratitude, for example, and you start there. So you have a, you have a structure and then you see what comes up and you're kind of striving to meet that goal of an attitude of gratitude, of reflecting that you're deciding what you're going to look for and then finding it as opposed to just sort of like seeing what's in there um, without the intention. And one of these is not better than the other. I just think it's really important to, um, to understand what your tools can do for you and then choose them accordingly. Like a morning, if you're looking for dreamy consciousness stuff and you want to capture more of like an intuitive, like spill out and, or just get into the, that, you know, that practice, there's lots of benefits to that kind of journaling. And, you know, you're not limited to that. So, um, by the way, I have a whole episode. If you're a new listener, there's an entire episode about journaling you might enjoy. It's episode four, which was put out in July of 2018. So you can scroll back in whatever format you're listening to these in. Um, it's called What Journaling Is and Three Ways to Do It. If you've been thinking about getting back into journaling or just getting into it for the first time, that would be a great episode to listen to. I had wonderful feedback from a listener who had tried many times in her life to journal in the past and just was never able to find her way into it. Like she wanted to and it just didn't quote unquote like work for her. And she said that after listening to episode four, she was finally able to journal using one of my suggestions that helped free her up and find a new way in. I really am so happy about that. Thank you, listener. You know who you are. It is um, wonderful to know and to be reminded that you can do it your way. You know, you're not limited to the ways to other people's rules about how these things should go. With your relationship with yourself and with your, if you're married to yourself, your marriage to yourself, you get to decide how that gets created. So there's lots of wonderful things out there. Pick and choose the ones that work for you. Today, I'm talking about one very specific kind of journaling, one that is at the core of my self-marriage. So communication is very important <laughs> in any marriage, in any relationship. It's a very important element. Certainly in a marriage, a successful, fulfilling, conscious marriage Communication is crucial and it won't look the same with every marriage, right? But it's just some kind of communication that is working is crucial, right? When, when marriages crumble and fall apart and it's like, you'll often hear things like, oh, I just don't even know who they are anymore. Or like we don't talk anymore. It's like they just, it's that, that communication has, somewhere along the line has been broken down. 
So, but when you're in a self marriage, how do you communicate with yourself? (laughs) You know, I find amusement in looking at traditional marriages between two people um, and then mapping them on and asking like, okay, so how does this work with me and me? How does this work in a self marriage? Because sometimes it's obvious to me and other times it feels a little bit strange. Um, So there are many kinds of communication. Not all of it is verbal right? This is just the verbal communication I'm talking about with journaling. Um, So I I already know in my self-marriage that I communicate with myself in many ways, right? Um, And you do too. So pay attention to like the ways that you're already, if you're not a journaler yet, uh, notice the ways in which you might communicate with yourself already. So for me, I know I listen to my intuition. Sometimes I place my hands on my body and I exhale and I just remember where I am. I can do this without words, remembering where I am. Sometimes I French kiss my hand in a movie theater. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Or am I? If you listened to the last episode of The Soft Shoulder, you know that I also practice privacy as self-love. So maybe you'll never know. But anyways, journaling. So the most effective, clear, straightforward method of communication for me and my beloved self is a journaling practice that I have started calling listening to my wife. Now, I first want to talk about this word wife. It's an acronym. Okay. So I do choose to affectionately call myself wife from time to time. I also call myself my beloved loved one, sugar pants, whatever. Um, You don't have to use the word wife, obviously, if that doesn't feel appropriate to you. So when I say listening to my wife, consider this an acronym. It's just a way that I remember and keep track so that I know that the voice I'm communicating with is the one that I intentionally want to communicate with. Okay. All of us can use and benefit from this acronym. So I am sharing it with you. The W stands for wise, the I stands for intuitive, the F future, and the E encouragement. So listen to your wise, intuitive, future encouragement. That's the voice that you want to listen to when you are journaling with your beloved self. So let's back this up before we break it down. How do you journal with another one of your own voices. (laughs) So if this is new for you, it might take some getting used to. At first, you might want to start just, you know, using the voice that you see as you and then switching to the voice of your wise, intuitive future encouragement. Okay, so you you might even want to just like meet this voice for the first time. Some tips that I have for this are using different colored pens uh, or just even different pens. Um, And I would really suggest doing this with handwriting at first. Um, You can also do it if that if it's um, if that's necessary to do it with a keyboard. Um, But if you are able to, I would suggest trying it with handwriting first. if you're feeling shy, just say hi, just start the conversation, right? It's like you want to, if you feel like you've never had this conversation, treat it like, you know, you're shimmying across the dance floor and you're just striking up the conversation with an attractive stranger. Um, 
I give you permission to even just, you know, open up your journal and write down the words, um, hey, so Danette said we should talk to one another. This is weird. I don't know what to say. How about you? And then put the pen down, pick up another one and just see what comes. Trust me on this. Ask a question. Any good conversation, you want to set the other person up for success, right? (laughs) You just want to like broadcast and then wait awkwardly staring at them. So to help this conversation along, ask questions. Give your beloved self something to respond to. Give them a way in. Make it easy, okay? So play around with this, swapping pens, and just don't overthink it. Write back and see what starts to happen. At first, this might feel vulnerable, especially if, you know, if you haven't been in touch with your own voice or journaling at all, that is okay. Remember that this is just the beginning, right? Let the relationship take the time it needs. Good news, you're not going anywhere. So there's no rush. You can say hi today. How are you? You can get an answer or not. And then you can just try again tomorrow, okay? So don't worry, don't rush, just, you know, enjoy just like, you know, nudging this conversation along. So now let's break it down. What are these four parts of this wise, intuitive, future, encouraging voice? How do you access it? How do you know it's there? Well, first of all, it is in there. It is. The, the, The strongest advice I can give about practicing this is to not overthink. You don't have to light candles. You don't have to say a special prayer. You don't need a magic crystal or a pillow or a cosmic phone to talk to yourself. Let it be easy. You're right there. And remember, too, that like, you know, this voice of your beloved, the self that you would marry, this voice is the kind one. This voice is the one that you can be at home with. It's already there. It's on the couch with you. It's already here. It's not something outside of you. That's what you're breaking. This is already in you. And the reason why I even came up with the acronym WIFE is because sometimes I would write to myself and I would write in response from myself. And I would write, you know, like at a time where I needed help or I needed love or connection, where I wanted support and guidance. And the response I got was kind of harsh, you know, like I would write like, hey, like I'm feeling really lost right now. And then I'd swap pens and get answers like, um, well, get your shit together. (laughs) Knock off this nonsense. You're being ridiculous. And, you know, at first I didn't even notice this is really happening until, and this is how, what I do often when I'm checking in about my self-marriage. It's like, would I be cool with a lover talking to me in this voice when I came vulnerably asking them for support? Would I, would I put up with this? Is this cool? Is this how I want to be talked to? Um, not really. Like, <laughs> there's definitely some sass. Now, you, I'm, I've been married to myself for over 18 years there's you know I'm I'm we have a, we have an established rapport so there's definitely some fun playfulness um 
but it's not from a place of cruelty. It's not from a place of harshness, you know? Also, like, would I speak to someone that I love, care about, and respect and adore? Would I say, get your shit together? Knock this off. You're being ridiculous. Like, would I say that to a dear friend who's coming to me saying they feel lost? I know that I wouldn't do that. Okay. So the intent is there. And I knew I didn't mean any harm by these words. I was trying to maybe tough love motivate myself. And yet, you know, was there another way to say what I wanted to say? Yes. And that other way of saying it is from a voice that is wise intuitive future encouragement listen and go inward I'm going to break down what I actually mean by wise intuitive future and encouragement why did I choose those four words Um, and as I describe them I want you to listen to me and yourself at the same time (laughs) because our voices will be different obviously my relationship with myself different from your relationship with yourself. So use what I'm saying to help you find yours. Just see what you see. Okay. So the first word wise, there is a part of you who knows. There is a part of you who does have the answers, the things that it can prove. (laughs) A part of you that can remember all that you have been through. The part of you who can see patterns the part who can speak with authority on the topic of you. You have this wisdom in you. That's what I mean by wise. You want to bring that to the table. This is the part that's going to remember and bring up like, hey, Danette, X, Y, remember you when you went through X, Y, Z, you've done this already. You've done this before. So you've learned these things or Danette, I know you because I've seen you do X, Y, Z. So I know that you have this capacity, right? That's the voice of wisdom. Intuitive. There's a part of you who knows, but from a different source. This is different from wisdom. This is from the heart, from a feeling from like a sense of sacredness or divine intervention. This is the part of you who is connected to a bigger picture, a bigger energy. You might say sacred self, higher self, sacred source. This is the part of you not afraid to say what it feels called to say. It might not understand. That's the difference between the wise and the intuitive. This is information, but not the right answers. When you're coming from that intuitive part of you, it is bold and it will blurt out what it is hearing. And it's okay that it can't prove anything, right? That's part of the beauty of your intuition and that mystery that's uniquely um, a part of you. So that's intuitive. The future. There's a part of you that already exists in your future. And I mean your best future, your loved future, the future where if you're heading down this road of self-love and encouragement, that future, imagine it now, you know, maybe you made reservation, reservations, (laughs) every new year I make reservations at the restaurant down the street. No resolutions. Maybe you made resolutions, um, or thought of goals for 2020, um, when you, when you are asked the question, like picture yourself in five years and what you really want, that person already exists. It is both 
already there in the future and it's being created by you in your imagination right now first. Can you see this person? Can you sense that version of you in the future? Can you see and sense who you want them to be? That is what you are becoming. And future is a part of this um, this dialogue and this acronym because we want to look to where we're going, right? This is a place of growth. This is a place of forward movement. This isn't anything about the past. The wise part of the journaling has all the lessons from the past. So it's there. It's good. You don't have to live there anymore. And that brings me to E, encouragement. This voice in you is there to encourage. And this is important to call on your courage, to serve you in growth, to nurture life in you, creation in you. There is a part of you who can cheer you on, comfort you, all towards your most beneficial direction, right? So without the encouragement, this is all very interesting, but the encouragement is really like that, that really loving, nurturing place of like moving forward for your best outcomes, right? It's not just going to sit there. (laughs) Be like, yeah, here we are. It's like, what are we going towards? This wants to cheer you on. And of course, it should go without saying, but I am going to say it, that each of these things, the wise, intuitive, future, encouragement, each of those voices, they all need to be through the filter of love. You know, if you (laughs) just want to like a really quick way, the more you practice this and you're you're journaling with yourself and you have some doubts about that voice or about if you're doing it right, is that a voice of love? So just reviewing, going back. So wisdom, when you're looking at your, at your journaling with yourself, are you acknowledging what you already know? Or are you acknowledging what is true? Intuition, are you trusting your heart on this? Future, are you focused on what you are becoming? And encouragement, are you tending to your needs, offering compassion? Are you helping things live? And ultimately, is this a voice of love? the kind of love that nourishes best outcomes. The voice of your wife will be different from mine, of course, and we all receive encouragement in different ways. So I ask that you check in with yourself. If you think you are someone who likes tough love, is that really the only way in? Is this what you're comfortable with? Or like, is this Is this the kind of love that's going to nourish the best outcome for you? It might be right now. And I ask that you continually just check in with that, right? Is there room for more love? Can certain things soften? What would happen if you did soften that voice? Maybe the voice of your wise, intuitive future encouragement will surprise you with tenderness. Maybe they have lots to say, or maybe they have very little, but they say what they say is essential. I'm excited for you if this is <laughs> if this is new for you because I have no idea what those voices are going to sound like, right? Like only you get to. This is the intimacy. Only you get to experience this conversation. 
So my challenge for you is begin listening to your wife. You don't have to be married to yourself yet, yet, (laughs) to start having this conversation. What difference does it make when you play with that idea of speaking to yourself as a committed and loving partner? What difference does it make when you play with the idea of speaking to yourself as a partner who is there for the long game? What if you did this for five days? Five days of showing up. You could do that back and forth thing with the pens, or you can just simply show up to the page, open up your notebook, open up your journal, simply say, I'm listening, and let them have the mic. You might not need to swap pens back and forth. That's just like one way I think is helpful to kind of get into it if you're um, uh, unsure or it's new. But you don't even have to do that. You can simply say, I'm listening, let them have the mic, ask for guidance, and then just start writing. Just move the pen across the page. So that's mostly how I do it. I'll just sort of like know in my mind when I pick up my pen what voice I want to talk to. I'll close my eyes. I'll hold my pen. I'll just say, I'm here. What do you need me to know? As I mentioned, I have been married to myself for over 18 years. So at this point, sometimes my wife just jumps on through, grabs the mic, grabs the, <laughs> grabs the mic, grabs the pen and just gets my attention. Like sometimes the impulse is like, okay, hang on a second. And she's instigating conversations with me. The more you do this, the more frequently you do this, the clearer the voice gets, just like any other relationship. The more you spend time together, the more familiar you will become the more you know each other. Give it time. It has to evolve over time. Back in the earlier days uh, when I was, you know, deciding after like when I first got married to myself and I would, you know, write to myself, it used to be mysterious. It was like, it felt like this magic thing. And it would, I would, I wouldn't even really do it that often. Sometimes like once a year, um, maybe just on an anniversary if I dared or if it was like facilitated by a self-help book I was reading at the time, like I would like tap into it, but it felt, you know, it was very much like this mysterious thing, like a lover that you see, you know, once a year at some kind of like holiday destination that you go to or something like that's like, oh my God, there they are, but you don't even really know who they are. So that was, um, at first, that's how my relationship with myself went. And then over time, um, you know, I, I was putting her on a pedestal right? I was making this whole thing too holy, too precious. And in any relationship too, this is not uh, a good way to go because there's this inequality. There's this power dynamic where, you know, she wasn't able to help me from up there. (laughs) I put her way up on this pedestal. It's like, how are we supposed to actually have a conversation? How are we supposed to create together? Now, what helped me take it from this mysterious pedestal kind of like rare love affair to the kind of communication I have that is very strong. It's almost difficult to separate now. What got me here? Frequency. Spend more time together. Spend more time with yourself and don't make it precious. Little notes in the morning don't have to be epic. You know, you could just text yourself back and forth. Um, You could totally do that. You could, you know, just have coffee. It doesn't have to be 
all candlelit dinners on bearskin rugs and essential oils and the full seven and a half minutes of erotic city every damn time, you can just put a post-it in your lunchbox, you know? So what's lovely about the frequency is that I can check in and ask my beloved self, I can ask for her support before I quote unquote need it. (laughs) You know, um, I used to like only kind of go to her when it was like, um, you know, like some people only pray when there's an emergency. I was only going to her in some kind of state of emergency or something extreme. Um, I was intimidated, you know, but you know, it's nice just to be in daily contact so you can, um, you know, just have that strength of the relationship serve you in every day that quite possibly, not always, will lessen those days of urgency, right? Like having a strong partnership, a strong relationship with yourself as a compass in your life, it changes everything. And I want you to know that this voice in you, this wise, intuitive, future, encouraging voice in you, it wants to be heard. It wants to be of service. It just wants to love you, baby. Be curious about this person, this beloved you. And be curious about this voice inside of you, this wise, intuitive, future encouragement you have access to at all times. Is this weird? Yes, of course it is. So be playful with it. You can flirt with yourself. You can joke with yourself. Yes, you can make out with your hand if you're not doing that already. This is your relationship with yourself. Relationships are created. You are creating this. It's an alive thing, right? It's, it responds <laughs> to light and water and nourishment like plants do. Relationships are living things. You get to make this up. Make it something worth doing. You are someone worth loving. It all starts with you. And it all starts with a little communication. Let me know how it goes. Are you ready to challenge yourself for five days? See what a difference it makes to hear from your wife, your wise, intuitive, future, encouraging voice of love every day for five days it might surprise you and in the meantime i wish you fun in unexpected places until next time thank you for listening and take care of you